everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Everything You Need to Know About Music, where tonight we are going to do another essential album. Tonight's album is going to be none other than Tapestry by Carol King. Uh, an absolute monster of an album. Number 25 on the Rolling Stone list of 500 greatest albums of all time. If you don't know who Carol King was, Carol King was a first really professional songwriter and musician, but started in 1958 writing songs for so many of the big groups that were coming out in the late 50s, early 60s. And she was married to a guy named Jerry Goffin. And her and he together wrote so many, almost, I think it was closer to 25 to 30 just major chart hits that became the standards of that era. Songs like Pleasant Valley Sunday by the Monkees. The local rock group down the street is trying hard to learn their song. Or My tears are falling Cause you've taken her away Take good care of my baby, Bobby V. it really hurts me so There's something that I've got to say Take good care of my baby Or Everly Brothers, Crying in the Rain I'll never let you see The way my broken heart is hurting me I've got my pride Or this last one You make me feel like a natural woman Aretha Franklin I used to feel so uninspired And this is where we will start the transition into what Tapestry really was as an album's for the solo artist of, of Carole King. Now, Natural Woman came out by Aretha in 1967 and was a huge hit for her. But Carole King, who originally wrote it, then decided to record it and put it on her Tapestry album. So Tapestry was the second album that she came out with as a solo artist. She made 25 solo albums, but the most successful one was Tapestry. It has sold 75 million copies worldwide. It held the record for the most weeks at number one by a female artist for more than 20 years. She won four Grammy Awards. She was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and she was actually the recipient of the Library of Congress Gershwin Prize for Popular Song. And she was the first woman to be honored. It stayed on the album charts for 15 weeks when it was released in 1971. But remained on the charts for six years in some capacity. So in 1968, when Goffin and King were divorced, they started to kind of lose contact. And Carol King moved to Laurel Canyon in Los Angeles with her two daughters and kind of started recording and performing her own music in the area. And in 1970, she started putting together basically a demo. And 
what happened was the rumor for this album and the big rumor that's kind of still not really known for sure is was Tapestry just that, a, a demo album? Was it actually just kind of put together to then use for um, a reference to build other pieces and other members around it? Some say, no, that's not true. This is the way that she wanted it to sound. Others say, no, you can clearly hear it's distinct, uh, her style of just being very stripped down, just her, the piano, and maybe a few accompanying pieces, and it was just a demo. But when it got to the record producers, actually, they said, no, there's nothing we want to do to it. It's perfect. We're going to put it out just, just the way that it is. So when Tapestry came out, it was an instant success. I mean, there was just hit after hit after hit. But before we get to the hits, I want to show you the difference between the Aretha song that we just played, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, and Carol King's version of that song. And it's going to be a great way to show you how stripped down, how basic, how somber, how blue, how just raw this album is. The style of this song is the same style of all of the tracks on the album. Here's her version, track 12. The morning rain. I used to feel uninspired, and when I knew I'd have to face another day, Lord, it made me feel so How just stripped down that is and how basic it is but it makes the the record more serious and somber and sad I got to go quick with these because I said I want to do these essential albums in 15 minutes or less. So I'm going to pause it there to say that's the style. That is the essence of this entire album. With the exception of track one, which is I Feel the Earth Move, which is a bit of an up-tempo uh, number, every one of them has that same type of vibe to them. Where we really should go from there is track two, which is So Far Away. Listen to this. I mean, it is just hit after hit after hit. So far away, doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? It would be so fine to see your face at my door. It doesn't help to know you're just Now, if you listen in the background, you hear a little bit of acoustic guitar kind of plucking a, bat, a bit back there. And that is James Taylor actually playing on the acoustic guitar. They were actually quite good friends. Just wonderful. One more song about moving along. You can see how just stripped down and how basic and how just. 
almost like a demo this is, but her voice, there's something in it. There's something a bit raspy, but a bit uh, just special in the way that she sounds and the way that she brings forth this energy and this passion that she has, but quietly and softly with this almost like, I don't know, girl next door kind of a feel to it. Doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? All right, because I got to go quick. I'm going to the next one. I got to do this song because it's such a good one, too. It's too late. Track three. I mean, it's track after track after track of hits on this album. Every single one is just better than the last. Stayed in bed all morning just to pass the time. There's something wrong here that so can good. be no is changing or maybe we've just stopped trying and it's too late baby. this song has been covered by bill deal the isley brothers billy paul the stylistics isaac hayes dennis brown diana Cro- all i mean person after person after person has gone and used this on their album because it's such a good song but for some reason her version just just wins So easy living here with you You were light and breezy And I knew just what to do Now you look so unhappy right, I gotta leave it there Because I know we, we gotta go quick on these There's two more that I want to cover And then we'll, we'll wrap up the album Because it's just such a good one I've gotta talk about track seven You've Got a Friend Written specifically for her friend oh, James Taylor. Listen, just listen first. In James Taylor's song, Fire and Rain, there's a line that says, I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend. And for some reason, that line, that lyric just hit her and struck her. And she wrote this song saying, when you cannot find a friend, you've got a friend. this track you've got james taylor on the acoustic guitar and some backing vocals and his girlfriend at the time joni mitchell out my name and you know wherever i am i'll come running to see you again so good winter spring I'm still torn as to whose version is better. All you have to do is call And I'll be there You've got So James Taylor then went on to record it. It was a huge hit for him as well. I do want to nerd out for just one second and, and, and go back to the beginning of this song just to show you how not only how great of a songwriter she was, but also how much of a a composer she was to put this together. These are not simple chords that she just sings over and she has a, a, a great voice or a great song style or a great writing. There's all of that, but there's also some real nuance to what she does. 
listen to the way that she brings in the beginning of this song. Now, I want to pause it for just a second. I'm going to do it one more time because I really want you to listen how she starts. She starts in G sharp. She goes to like a D suspended fourth into a G sharp again. But then this G minor comes through with a C seventh to bring it up into the F minor that brings it into the minor tonality. It starts out meaning. It starts out very light and happy, but then immediately goes into this minor downward movement. So listen to how it starts and then how it goes oh, into the yeah. verse. quick so we're gonna leave that one there so we started talking about how some of the songs that she wrote for other people and then she recorded some of those for herself on this album another one that she did and used on this album was the one that she wrote for the Shirelles will you still love me tomorrow this a great 60s track On Tapestry, she does it like this. Again, that same mood, the same idea, the same vibe, same song, but in Carole King's Tapestry way. It makes it a totally different song. makes it so much different. The meaning of the song from upbeat and you know, strong tempo to this somber, serious, blue song just means something different. And that's the amazement that this album is. So with that, I will say, if you haven't, and, and almost everyone on the planet knows at least one or two of the songs that are on this album, but if you haven't checked the album from top to bottom, you really need to because it is just amazing, song after song after song. It's just fantastic. And with that, I will say thank you so much for listening, and we will go out with the big upbeat tempo on track one that is the hit off the album. My least favorite, but a crowd favorite. I will say thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.